0: Welcome back to I Got to Share, um, my podcast where I talk about my walk with Jesus and my relationship with the Lord and just kind of my life in general. Um, yeah, my name is Bronwyn. If this is your first time listening, uh, welcome to this podcast. This podcast is very vulnerable and um, open and honest, and it's really sort of like my verbal diary and. It's meant to just, like, spread the love of Jesus and spread, um, what Jesus can do in your life. So, yeah. Also, did you like the intro song? Yes, I got an intro song. As I'm recording this, I have not found an intro song, but I'm gonna look up intro songs after I'm done recording this and then insert in the beginning of my podcast. But anyway, um... This episode is going to be a very special episode because we're talking about something very recent in my life. Um, I mean, all of my episodes are very recent in my life, so I don't know why I said it's a special episode. I guess it's a special episode because it's very, like, raw, and I literally cried about this for, like, three hours yesterday. So, okay, not three hours. It was probably, like, an hour or two, but um, we're going to be talking about lack of encouragement or just kind of like lacking encouragement in the season, in the current season that you're in. Um, if you guys listen to my past episode, you all will know that, um, I'm in a season of waiting right now, a, 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 like a transitioning season. Um, that's gonna probably be my next episode is me talking about being in a season of transitions. But, um, right now, with all of trans- all of the transitioning that's happening with my life and with all of, like, the waiting and things like that, I'm making a lot of um, big decisions. Like, I'm making a lot of decisions that heavily affect my life, you know, like, my direct life, like, my day-to-day routine and just sort of, like, the direction of my life. And so, it can be very um, emotionally draining, continuously making, like, these big decisions and continuously... Being in this state of I have to make a decision, I have to act on this, and being um, very busy. I'm sure if any of you have like full time jobs and side hustles and relationships that are healthy, I'm pretty sure you all get emotionally exhausted very easily because you're doing so much all of the time, and it emotionally drains you. Like that's just how it is. And so right now, I'm very like emotionally drained because I've been like chasing a job in Chicago and I've been chasing a grad program in Chicago and it's taking a ton of time and a ton of effort and, um, a ton of my energy and good things are happening. Like the Lord is providing and good things are happening and, um, good things and, um, good things are like coming, you know, like when YouTubers say big things coming, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel right now. I'm like, the Lord is definitely about to make a very big change in my life And it's very exciting. But during this time, I am just having a superb lack of encouragement from the people around me. Um, It's really frustrating. Um, I... I have like a prayer circle. I have people that I contact to pray for me and I know that they're very solid in their faith and they want what's best for me and they um, genuinely care for me in the best way possible. And I keep those people in my corner, but none of them live near me. None of them live in the town that I live in. Um, all of them live in, live far away. Like they're not in my day-to-day life. Um, there's one of them that I could be able to see regularly, but it's just super hard to see her. She's very busy, et cetera. Um, and then one of them, Savannah, shout out to Savannah. I, I shout out Savannah literally in like every episode, in every YouTube video. <laughs> um, but I, I love Savannah. She's one of my best friends. Um, she is like near me and close to me and she's a huge encouragement. But the people that are currently encouraging me and praying for me are far away and aren't very close to me and all that kind of stuff. And then my direct contact with people, so, um, you know, whether that be, uh, I don't know if I, okay. Whether that be people at my, in my workplace, whether that be people, um, at my previous community or people that I even thought were my friends or just whatever. Um, and even my family, (laughs) my family, honestly, like more than anyone are just, except for my mom, my mom has been very encouraging, has just been very like discouraging towards, My direction in life. And it's really frustrating. And I know the Bible talks about this, obviously, like the Bible talks about this repeatedly of just people attacking you when you're seeking the Lord and you're seeking His plan for you. You know, people are going to lash out. People are going to come for you. People are going to attack you from every angle. And that is how that is what's happening to me. And so. It's very frustrating. Another thing that I just like continuously have happened to me is people, and I I just had a conversation like two days ago that made me just like wake up and just be like, you know what, you're right. Um, I care about what people think about me too much, and so I continuously have people. Uh, That I like befriend and become friends with and they talk about me behind my back and they backstab me and they're mean to me And they tell me that i'm fake and they tell me that i'm a fake christian. I'm a fake friend I'm um, A bad person just like all of this stuff and I let it affect me and i'm like Who are you to say this about me like you literally like you're the fake one You know what I mean to act like you're my friend and then turn around and talk crap about me and um Like discourage me and just like badmouth me Like, you're the fake one, you know what I mean? I had someone tell me the other day, it was a couple weeks ago. I had someone tell me that I was fake because I was nice to everyone. And they were just like, Yeah, you're so nice to everyone. And that's just like so fake. And I just thought that you were super fake. And then I got to know you and I liked you. But I I just looked at them and I was like, What the heck? Since when did like being nice to people become fake? Like, I just don't know. And This past, like, couple weeks, like, these past, I don't know, like, honestly, like, past four weeks, like, month, um, that's just been kind of happening to me more and more and more and more and more, and I really think it's the enemy trying to, like, get into my brain and mess with me, because I've never had people tell me that I was fake, like, I've never had, I've had, like, a few people tell, like, say, oh, she's so fake when I used to work at a restaurant, and people were like, yeah, they think that you're fake, but I- worked in a restaurant, and, like, I knew people really well, and I was just, like, I don't freaking care about what they think about me, like, I know me, I'm not fake, but even then, it was happening to me, like, I was having very close people, like, best friends of mine just turn on me and stab me in the back and talk bad about me, and now that I I used to be I used to have a much hardened much more hardened heart back then and recently like this past year the Lord has really softened my heart and so I think now it gets to me a lot more but in addition to that it's like Christians that are treating me like this and like Christian communities that are doing this to me and so I sort of take it a lot more personally cuz I'm like how dare you claim to be a Christian and then treat me like this like it doesn't make sense but But I had a phone call with Savannah the other day, and she was just like, literally, Brolin, you have got to stop. Like, you have got to stop caring about what people think about you. So I'm, like, in this moment in time right now where I have, like, (laughs) less friends than I've ever had in my entire life, like, ever. Like, I just don't have friends. Like, I just don't have any friends because I don't like anyone. Like, and it's not that I don't like anyone. I honestly like them, and that's what hurts, but... I like fake people, and I really think that I have, like, started to realize about myself I choose toxic people. I unknowingly, like, very subconsciously choose toxic people to be close to and to be friends with because that's what I grew up with. Like, my family was extremely toxic, extremely abusive, um, and just really hostile, and so I think subconsciously I just gravitate towards those people and now I recognize it a lot more and I'm like stepping away I mean this whole the past like four months has been a season of me like completely stepping away from the environment that I chose and the Lord is just like constantly refining me and constantly like giving me a new perspective and giving me new direction in my life and out of a community where I think it was like 500 people either like 400 or 500 people Um, would go to this thing every week, there's like maybe, and this is a generous number, maybe 10 people that I believe are genuine and actually like me and are actually, actually care for me and care about me. Because in my circle, when I was going there, like me, who I was friends with and who I considered to be my friends was probably like, 70 to, like, 100 people, like, I just, I knew a bunch of people, and people would introduce me to people, and it was just, like, I don't know, that's just, that's just how it happened, but leaving that group, there may be, maybe 10 people, I haven't counted, but, like, maybe 10 people that I consider genuine people, good people, and some of those I recently found out, you know, have stabbed me in the back and talked bad about me, um, within, like, the past week, so, That number is actually even smaller than 10. But basically, I'm just going through a season and I want to be talking, I want to talk about this because I want other people to know that they're not alone. Because I mean, I called my friend and I was just like crying and sobbing after something happened at my house and um, I was just like crying and sobbing and just being like literally like nobody understands like nobody gets this and i know people do understand but at least nobody in my circle understands and like nobody in my circle gets it and like even as i was talking to her she was like i know like i know like cuz she doesn't cuz not even like she like understands a little bit and she kind of gets it but she doesn't understand fully you know and so she was kind of acknowledging that and being like i'm so sorry like i'm so sorry you feel alone but that's why i i make these podcasts and that's why i make you know, my YouTube videos is just because I know someone that listens, just like one person even, probably relates and probably has been through this and may even be going through this. So you're not alone, whoever you are, if you're that person, you're not alone. But I want to sort of talk about what I'm like doing about it. So this has been happening to me for, like, the past month, and for, like, the first three weeks of the past month, I was just, like, what is going on? Like, why do I feel so discouraged? Why do I feel like I have absolutely no friends? And part of this is, like, my doing, because, like I said, I left my community, you know? Like, I left where I was. I left, um, my immediate, like, friend circle in my immediate community, you know what I mean? Like, that was my decision. So, me feeling alone and stuff is partly my, my doing. Um, but I, I told Savannah this the other day, I was just like, I feel like I'm torn between being alone, feeling alone, and knowing who is in my corner and, or not, and knowing who's genuine and who's fake, or being a community and not being alone, but being surrounded by, so many fake people and like all of my friendships and all my relationships basically just being fake. And that's kind of how it feels because even when you are surrounded by fake people and even when you are in a weird community that's, um, just kind of like clicky or like weirdly cultish or whatever, um, it's nice to be surrounded by people. Like it's nice for people to be asking you how you're doing and like, it's just, it's it was so difficult. Like I would go to this thing this community this group and i would like literally be sitting there and being like i like i just know like none of these people like me and it's so frustrating like being there and then them coming up to you and being like oh my gosh bro and hi like how are you you look so pretty girl you're so beautiful like blah 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 like one of the weirdest things i noticed when i was at this group is that they would not like the number one thing they would say to me is you look so good like that's it. And I would have, like, a few people ask me how I was doing or um, what have I been up to. Most of them would just kind of, like, hug him and not say anything. And then a large portion of people, because I used to not wear makeup to that group. And then my friend told me that I should try harder, one of my friends, that doesn't, that isn't in this community or anything like that. And so I started wearing makeup and stuff. And literally every single time I would go to this like young adults group thing, they would the only thing that they would tell me or talk to me about was how pretty I was and you look so pretty today and this and that. And to me, I'm like, when you like over compliment people on one specific thing, that is a huge reflection of like what you're always thinking about. Like, if there's a person who constantly talks about, like, body image and they constantly talk about, like... Bodies and like plastic surgery and like faces, and I wanna look like this, I wanna look like this, I wanna look. So that's kind of like a dead giveaway to me that they're insanely insecure and they value physical attractiveness like very, very highly. And so when I would go to this group, and literally like the only thing anyone would ever say to me is like how pretty I was, I was just like, that is literally all you care about. Like, all you care about is outer appearances. Like, it's so obvious to me. And then they parade around being like, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And I'm like, um, but all you care about is your image. Like, so insane to me. Like, it was so insane. And so I just felt like, um, like not genuinely cared about. And like, there's a lot more that happened in this community and a lot more that happened in this group. But ultimately, I really um, noticed the Lord like leading me in a different direction. And so I left the group and I left the community. But that was sort of like the, the vibe or like the culture at this place. And like I said, there's like six to 10 people who aren't like that, you know. But I just like, Uh, to me, I'm just like, I can't, I can't be there. Like, and when I was there, I was just like, dude, I don't, like, I do not like this. Like, I don't like it at all. And it's just very frustrating when like, that's your people or that's the group that you chose to be with. And then months later, you kind of just slowly start to realize that none of them are genuine. None of them really care about you. Um, none of them, really want to be in your corner at the end of the day and so like I left and like I said I chose to leave you know like I chose to leave I didn't like it so I chose to leave I didn't like like where it was going and I didn't like that I didn't really have any friends or whatever and I'm not the only to to talk about just like that group um I'm not the only one that has left that group like I have dozens of friends who have left that group because of the same thing that I was feeling. But now I just feel like it wasn't just the group. I just feel like it's like everyone I choose. Like everyone I choose is fake and is like so mean to me and I don't know why I do that and I don't know like how to change that. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So what I'm doing is just like whenever I feel these things or whenever I start to feel these things, I'm just like god help me. Like, I literally don't even know what to pray right now. So I just pray very general prayers. And I'm like, God, like, help me with this. Like, help me through this. Help me with this. Lord, help me find good friends. God, help me find good people. Like, because... I just don't know what's wrong with me, and I just choose like I like. Am I the only one? Like I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one that just chooses like fake people and toxic people to be in their lives. I mean, my per my best friend for like six years was one of the most toxic people I ever knew in my entire life. I actually had two best friends that were in actually three. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, this is a problem. Oh my gosh. What is wrong with me? Okay, I'm sorry. This is like a genuine realization and reflection that just happened. Holy cow. My three like biggest best friends in my life have been the three of the most toxic people I have ever, like ever lived life with. This is insane. That is... Wow. Okay, well, like I said, <laughs> I choose these people and I just think it's like the lord trying to wake me up, but I'm at the realization point, you know, like I'm at the realization point that like oh, these are the people that I choose. I'm not to the point of like finding a solution for it or understanding how to not choose those people because it's just like uh and I okay, I was talking to my friend Savannah I was like, because there are people in my life where I introduce friends to like my other friends and I'll have like my good people be like, I don't like that person. Like they were super fake. And I'm just sitting there being like, what? Like, why do you think that? And I just like, don't see it. I don't see it until like months later. And so I was telling my friend Savannah, I was like, I really think that I'm, I I believe I'm so used to being around people who are. Like, mean to my face, rude to my face, like, my family. So, like, I grew up with my family, and I feel like I should give, like, trigger warnings right here, right now. Yep, like, this is the trigger warning right here. Um, My family, like, they would constantly tell me they wish I were dead. Like, I've had my dad tell me he wishes I was never born. Like, I've had... Um all of my siblings say they wanted to murder me. They wish they could just murder me. They wish I never existed. Like I'm just the root of all their problems. Everything that goes wrong in their life, I'm the I'm the reason everything goes wrong. I'm the worst person in the family. Um I'm like a parasite. I'm just like I'm that I've been told so many times that I'm the devil. I'm pure evil. Um I'm the What's it called? Um, I'm Satan, just like all of this stuff. And I used to also get like physically abused my, by my siblings and mentally abused and verbally abused and just like all of this stuff. Okay. So I was that, that's like what I grew up with. And it was like, it was every day. Like this was not, oh, so, like once a month, my family would lash out at me. No, this was every day for like 22 years. Okay. So, I, um, and by the way, I still live in my family household. Like I still live with my family and a reoccurring theme with me in my life. And when I've talked to people about this is literally everyone has told me time and time again, they're like, you have got to get out of that household. And I think the Lord has like finally brought me to a point where I am full fledged, like full force going through with it and being like, I'm finding a way to get out of here, I'm doing it in the smartest possible way that I can do it, and I am going to do it. Like, I am going to leave this household because I truly now, truly understand that the only people holding me back is my family, and the only people trying to destroy me the most is my family. And it's hard for me to succeed in this environment because of what I grew up with and what I went through as a kid. And then for my family to like still kind of treat me with that um, treatment. Today, as like I am an adult, I'm just like, oh my God. Like it literally is never going to stop. Like I'm almost 25 years old and they still treat me like this. So insane. I'm trying to get out. But what I told my friend Savannah is... I'm so used to being treated like that when I meet people that don't treat me like that. I'm like a puppy. Like I'm like a lost puppy and I get overexcited and I'm like, oh my gosh, this person is nice to me. Oh my gosh, this person just complimented me. Oh my gosh, this person likes me. Oh my gosh, this person appreciates me. And I like cling to them and I just automatically think they're so great and they're so good and they're so nice and they're such great friends because they aren't mean to me to my face because that's how my family was. And so I associate bad people with my family. And if they look like my family, then that means that they're a bad person. But if they don't look like my family, I just automatically assume that they're good people. But turns out life is much more complicated than that. Go figure. Like, I'm pretty sure all of you know that. But literally, like, I am almost 25. And I'm just like, you cannot trust anyone out here. And like the biggest generation that's like you do you you know like um uh do the hustle do the hustle do the hustle uh no like you do you chase the hustle like hustle for the money like make your dreams come true be successful be that powerhouse blah 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 and then for me to like go out go out and like actually do it and then everyone around me turn on me and be like how dare you how could you Blah, blah 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 and just try and tear me down like So insane. I think this generation is like the generation of jealousy and envy. And if you do what someone else wishes they were doing, they will do whatever they can to tear you down and destroy you. And like, I wrote a quote today. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, people will only support you when you do what they want you to do. That's literally what I'm feeling right now and what I'm realizing about people. I'm like, none of y'all are supporting me because. I'm doing what you, in hindsight, wish you could do, but I'm not doing it exactly how you want me to do it. Like, I'm going against all the odds. I am going against what everyone else wants me to do and what has been telling me to do, and I'm just following Jesus, and that drives you insane. Like, it drives you insane. And so, I'm really trying to figure out how to stop choosing toxic people in my life, and it's just kind of getting to me because I don't really have a lot of people that I can trust right now. I don't really have a lot of people who I call my friend and everyone else is just like tearing me down and trying to destroy me. And, um, yeah, I just am like lacking encouragement and I'm just praying to the Lord for encouragement and for courage and boldness and perseverance and like determination and joy and hope because I know that he is my source, you know what I mean? For all of that. But, um, it's just been hard and, like, I now kind of get it. I'm not saying, I'm not, like, comparing myself to these people, but, like, I now sort of understand when, like, there's creators, like, content creators, like, YouTubers or, like, Instagrammers or whatever, um, and then, like, they do stuff, like, they start making money or they start doing things that, like other people wish that they were doing and then the the comments are just like flooded with like negativity and then that person like makes a video like sobbing and it's just like it's just starting to get to me like I don't know what I'm doing wrong like I I didn't ask for this it's just kind of happened this way like all of that kind of stuff that's exactly how I feel I'm just like I have never done anything to intentionally hurt someone um in this like past year or like the people I have never done anything to the people that have hurt me to intentionally hurt them like I have gone out of my way to be nice to them to try and mend problems to try and um mend um what's it called conflict like all of like I have tried and it's just none of it has worked and like that's where I'm just like the bible is so true like do not try and please men like if you piss men off apologize, and then be like, that's it. I'm sorry I made you mad. I won't talk to you anymore. That's it. Because if you go to the extent of trying to make that person like you or after they've already decided that they don't like you, like, you're just going to be wasting your time. And it's like an eternal battle. It is an eternal battle. And I didn't really realize until this year that I was a huge people pleaser And it's obviously because of how I grew up and, like, the family I grew up with. And I used to be so exhausted all the time because I was trying so hard to, like, have good conversations and have good friendships and have people like me. And now I'm just to the point where I'm like, I literally don't want to talk to anyone. Like, when I would go into work, when I first started working there, I would talk to everyone and I was nice to everyone. And now I literally don't talk to anyone. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. Even my friends. I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I don't. I've been hurt too many times. I continuously get hurt by all y'all. I'm not wasting my breath. I am not wasting my breath. And like, sometimes, like, pretty much the only thing I talk about is Jesus. And I still get hate for that. I get so much hate for that. But like, oh well, I love Jesus. And if I'm going to waste my breath, It's not wasting my breath when I talk about Jesus. So if I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about Jesus. And I'm not going to talk to you about you. I'm not going to talk to me about me. I'm going to talk about Jesus. And you can either listen or say you don't like the conversation and leave and whatever. But that's currently how I'm feeling. I just watched like Katie Cabela, Katie Belletto, I think that's her name, her decision to like leave her job and like pursue her own business and I recommend all of you go watch her. Look up Hello Katie XO or Hello Katie on YouTube. Um she I feel like she is kind of experiencing what I am going through. She decided to like leave her full time job at L'Oreal and pursue her own business, and she's just kind of being like attacked because of that and just like very discouraged because of that. And I just feel like I can hashtag relate to that. And to all of my friends and people that are in my corner and do support me and do love me, I love you guys. Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all so much for being my friend. Um, but yeah, it has been a struggle. It has been a struggle. And I'm reading the Psalms right now. I'm like meditating on the Psalms right now because um, David, if you guys didn't know, King David wrote a lot of the Psalms and... It's just so encouraging to see King David, who is, like, a huge biblical uh, figure, kind of, like, experience all of the things that I'm experiencing. And it's just, like, super encouraging and comforting and so nice to, um, I don't know, um, read that and, like, realize that as a Christian we're going to go through this and we are going to be directly attacked because we are believers And, yeah, and it just, I'm just in this period of, like, literally every day having something new happen to me where someone is treating me badly or betraying me or just kind of, like, stabbing me in the back. Like, it's literally every day, you guys. Like, every single day. And I don't talk to anyone about it. I don't tell anyone about it. I don't talk about it. Um, My phone call with Savannah the other day was, like, the first time I've ever talked about it. And this has been happening for a month. So... I've been really struggling, um, but other than that, like, everything is going great, and, like, that is why I'm pursuing a job and a life in Chicago, that is why I'm trying so hard to leave, and if that doesn't work out, Lord willing, it does work out, but, you know, if the Lord's plan is different, I'm still going to get out of this house and move out, and I'm actually going to leave this city, I'm not going to live in this city anymore, I'm looking to leave this place. Yeah, I don't know. My family has just kind of, like, had the worst experience in this place, like, and all my friends love the place where we live, and I I don't know why, like, my family gets put through the ringer living here, but uh, me specifically, I just haven't had really any good experiences being here, um... I would say like my best experience was like going to the group that I mentioned and like because that group like reconnected me to God, reconnected me to God, and like rebuilt my relationship with the Lord. And that community was like really there for me when I needed a community. It just seemed like when they believed I no longer needed a community, they decided to like not be there for me. And yeah, (laughs) that is just kind of what happened. But Everything happens for a reason. The Lord provides. uh, provises, mm, I don't think that is a word. Um, the Lord has ultimate provision over our lives and I am just trusting him right now and I'm just going with the flow and I like to end every episode with a prayer. So I'm just going to go straight into that and just pray for y'all, pray for myself and just end the podcast right here. So Dear Lord, thank you for today, God. Um, thank you for this uh, opportunity to speak on this podcast about what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing, what I'm feeling, God. Um, I pray that those who can relate to this or though those who are going through similar situations, Lord, I just pray that you touch their hearts, God. I pray that you open their hearts and open their minds to your truth and um, your provision over their lives. And um, I just pray that they... Bow down in reverence to you, God, and accept you, Lord, over their lives. Um, God, I just pray for today. I pray that anyone that is listening to this in their day, um, if they're having a bad day or if they're having a good day or if they're just having one of those weird days where they just feel like anxious and just like um, weird, (laughs) I just pray, Lord, that you bring joy to their hearts right now, Lord um, bring peace, Lord, and hope to their hearts right now, Lord. And, um, I just pray that you ultimately give them the hope of you, Lord, of Jesus dying on the cross. I just pray that they see that and recognize that hope, Lord. Um, I pray over myself, Lord. I just pray, God, that I begin seeking godly relationships, Lord, and, um, Holy relationships and good relationships, Lord. I pray for everyone that I've had previous relationships with that have failed, Lord. I just pray for them right now that you just lay a peace over their hearts and that you just um, fill their day with joy and wisdom. And I pray that you give them wisdom and you give them discernment. pray for myself, Lord, that you give me wisdom and discernment, Lord. And I just pray for this next season of my life that I fully trust and rely in you. I pray for a strengthening of my faith, Lord. And I pray that you help me, God, seek out good people in my life. Whether it be five people or three people, Lord, I pray that you place those people in my life and you bring those people to me, God. And I pray that I faithfully seek them out, Lord. I pray over the opportunities you've been giving me in Chicago, Lord. I pray that I steward those opportunities and those blessings well, Lord. And I pray that you just work out all of the kinks and all of the um, the holdups in my heart, Lord. I pray that you just batter my heart. And I pray that I seek your cross humbly, Lord. And I pray for thankfulness. And I just thank you for today. And I thank you for Chicago. And I thank you for my life here in Texas, Lord. Um, yeah, and I just pray that we live, I live a God-fearing life, Lord. We live God-fearing lives, Lord. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for Jesus. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen.